Welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I'm your host, Megan, a mindset coach passionate about helping you feel empowered to be your most authentic and confident self. In these episodes, you can expect to find raw and honest solo conversations, practical tips, inspiring interviews and insights that will cover topics like self-awareness, self-development, anxiety, health, and so much more. If you're ready to take back ownership of your life and feel confident to step into who you truly are, then this podcast is for you. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Becoming You podcast. Today I wanted to talk about a question that someone in my community asked me, which was, how do I move through the heavy feelings or how do I do the work when I'm facing so much resistance, right? Like I feel like maybe I know what to do, but what shift needs to happen? And oh my God, I can so relate to this question. Um, Because first of all, if you are a place where you're asking this question, like, okay, so I know that I've got some shit to move through. I know that there's some heaviness there but I'm feeling resistant, you are so much more aware than you know. Like if you know that there are things that need to be processed, you are already doing the work. So the first thing I say to to that question is give yourself grace, right? And the second thing is that resistance is so normal. Like if this shit was easy, then everybody would be out there living the best lives, being healed, being conscious, being awake. Like the world would look completely different. This work is not easy. So resistance is completely normal. And remember our unconscious's job is to keep us alive, is to protect us. And so it's created programs from childhood that keep us safe. And so when something comes at it that looks a little bit uncomfortable or dangerous or different, it's going to play the program that it's used in the past in order to help us to survive. So to feel resistance is just your brain doing its job. So you're not broken because you're like, why can't I work through this? I, you know, why am I struggling to either access, um, you know, the heavy feelings or why am I feeling like I just can't go into this right now? That's because your brain is doing what it's supposed to do to keep you safe. You're completely normal. And it's all just about reprogramming that brain um, and choosing different um, like patterns and doing different things so that it can learn that it is safe to make different choices, right? And you will survive regardless. The other thing about like when you get to this point and you're, you know, you know you have some stuff to move through is really acceptance. Like acceptance I found is so fucking important on this journey because whether it's acceptance of your past mistakes, right? Or past versions of yourself, past situations, or whether it's acceptance of the fact that you are feeling resistant to change or, you know, doing something different, right? Acceptance of where you are at is important. And I used to get so mad myself because I'd be like, I can't connect to my emotions. So I'd be really fucking angry about it. 
and there's a reason for that right there's a reason that there's a a mind and body disconnect and the reason for everyone will will look different based on your past and, and the trauma that's led to that disconnect but it exists it still exists and I felt like everything was in my head like I talked about this earlier how I've got so many thoughts like there's always so many like ruminating thoughts and I would even think about feeling but I wasn't actually feeling like it wasn't connected at all in my body and also I was emotional right I'd be like oh, I can't connect I can't connect to my body I can't connect to feelings however I was so emotional to the point where I was like unstable like I'd have these really um deep dark overwhelming feelings like sadness and you know loss and, and numbness even but I I couldn't feel like the high and I definitely wasn't consciously feeling into anything and I also didn't know how to identify my emotions like maybe you can relate to this like we confuse our emotions when we're not taught how to identify them properly and, and what's actually coming up so like I had maybe sadness, anxiety, um, anger, um, and happiness. And that was it. But that's not the range of emotions, right? There's so many more things. And for me, anger came up the most, especially when I was depressed. It's like anger was the emotion that um, was evoked the most in me. And that's because anger usually masks a whole heap of other shit that goes on below the surface, right? It could be sadness, it could be disappointment, it could be guilt or shame, and that can be projected as anger. It's almost like an easier emotion to feel because you can push it outwards. You can push it to somebody else and you can almost make it someone else's fault. Whereas the other emotions, it's like you've got to go inwards and really look at why that's coming up for you right? Like what's going on there? So anger usually um, does mask other things going on. So I find that when we can identify emotions more specifically and get a bit more clear on what we're feeling, we can actually move through them. Um, because sometimes we label something as like sadness and maybe it's maybe it's disappointment. And, and being able to label that and being able to give it um, a meaning is is helpful and also where you feel that in the body like does guilt come at like in the pit of his, in the pit of your stomach you know is anxiety tingles in your fingers um is sadness do you feel it in your chest like really connecting to where you feel those things in the body so that you can move through them and another reason why I never wanted to delve into the heavy feelings and really go there, and I felt a lot of resistance, was because I thought, well, if I go into it, what if I get stuck there? Like, I don't want to be in that negativity. And isn't that the whole reason that we avoid and suppress our emotions in the first place, right? It's like, it's too painful. I don't want to go into that. Like, I don't want to feel that. So I'm going to distract myself. So my my internal story was always telling me, you know, what if I get stuck there? If I open this up, this kind of worms and I get stuck, I don't want to be in pain forever. I don't want to feel hurt forever. But what I realized was in doing that, 
and then having these like real emotional like roller coasters of instability I was actually suffering all the time anyway so I was doing myself a disservice by letting my emotions essentially run the show by unconsciously coming up rather than consciously giving space and allowing them to come up in the moment so that I could feel it because yeah it feels like shit when you have these big heavy things come over you right it's almost like being in a storm and you're standing there and it's it's raining and the clouds are you know are gray and you just you're soaking wet you stood there and you're looking forward and you can't see anything it's darkness it's cloudy you feel like it's overwhelming and then at some point the clouds part the sun shines and you can see you know you can see beneath that you can see further than that and that provides clarity and this is the thing you know, most of our breakthroughs or the aha moments come from those breakdowns. When we are in the depths of despair or we're in that grief and loss and sadness or guilt, we're really fucking feeling it. Because what that allows us to do is connect to what's going on inside, but also have a deeper understanding of like why that's coming up and what what is that about? You know, why is that showing up for me? To then see a clear path forward and also realize that it's temporary, right? There's a lot of fear around getting stuck in, you know, the heaviness. But everything is temporary. All emotions are temporary. And and something I learned was, you know, when I suppressed everything and, and didn't allow it to come up, I'd have these real extreme emotions, And that's fucking scary. And I don't want to be in that. So I'm going to avoid that more. But the more that we do that, the worse that it gets. Whereas now, because I I allow things to come up when they do, as they come up, it's less intense. And I'm aware that it ends at some point, right? I'm aware that it's temporary. And so I'm less fearful of getting stuck there. Or, you know, I know how to get myself out of that. But it's okay to feel. Because it's not like you're going to be in one storm and then you're never going to have a storm for the rest of your life. Right? We're going to be in multiple storms and it's just how we navigate through those to get to, you know, the clarity again. Back to the how I move through the heavy feelings and the resistance and like how the shifts can happen. First of all, the question is always, what am I resistant to? Like, what, what am I resisting in this? So, you know... The woman that reached out to me, who's amazing, I love her, will know that there's something for her that's going on. Whether that's trauma, whether it's a a boundaries issue, whether it is, you know, a relationship breakdown, like whatever it is, you know the thing that's going on for you that's triggered this question, right? Like, I want to move through this. So you know that. So then the question becomes, well, what am I, what am I avoiding? Like, what am I avoiding by not going into this and get really curious because getting curious in your life, in your thinking, in your feeling is so powerful. I actually think that curiosity truly leads to freedom because when you're open to other possibilities, when you're open to really understanding what's going on for me, like why is this coming up and where have I felt this before, 
you can lead yourself to a lot of answers and you can get some fucking liberation in that. Like you can get free from the things that have maybe kept you small or kept you feeling like you're trapped. So, you know, the first question being like, why am I so resistant to this? What am I avoiding in doing this? And what do I fear is going to come up if I were just to surrender? If I was just to let this happen, you know, what, what, what am I fearing is going to come up for me? And really like meeting yourself with kindness and compassion in that right? We, we often hold space for other people and we are supportive and we're compassionate and we're loving and we give advice and, you know, we hold space for them. And yet often we don't do that for ourselves, right? We don't hold that same space for ourselves, which is so wild, but it's so fucking important, right? So let's say that you've got to the point where you're like, okay, I understand that there's this resistance and maybe I know why, like what I'm fearful of. And now you want to consciously, um, you know, allow the heavy feelings to come up or they catch you off guard. Like maybe these emotions catch you off guard, which happened to me uh, earlier this week where I was listening to some music and I suddenly had this like, wave of sadness and anger and disappointment even and like I I had to sit with it and it would have been a lot easier to turn the song off fucking distract myself be like nah I do not want to go into that that is that is uncomfortable and it's not nice and I'm not doing this and go off and do something else it's of course it's easier to do that and that's the program that has played again and again in my life, right? As a way to protect me. And this is the thing, like a lot of people feel like there's this resistance and you know, that it takes time to reprogram. And it's like, of course it does. Because if you're like late twenties, early thirties and you're doing this work, there is so many years of programming, you know, of doing something one way that you're trying to unlearn and reprogram. So it takes time. So, yeah, earlier in the week, I had to really just like sit with that and, you know, be with it and allow it to come up and know that it's completely valid. And this is the thing, like, how can you hold space for yourself when these difficult emotions show up? Because you have to feel safe to express. And we are often taught that it's not safe to express ourselves. And that's why we shut down, right? We shut down because it's not okay to feel whatever we're feeling when actually there's really no good or bad feelings. You know, I I believe there isn't. It's just what is coming up and your emotions are just messengers. They're telling you something needs loving attention so you can give yourself that, right? Uh, And one of the things that you can do if you are not, you know, if you're maybe not feeling safe and I use this a lot with my anxiety now is saying out loud, I'm safe, I am loved, I am free, or I am safe, I am loved, I am protected. Usually like with my hand on my heart and like taking some deep breaths to just remind your unconscious mind that we're okay, like we've got this and we're gonna choose this different path. We're gonna choose to lean in this time knowing we can survive this, right? And also don't judge your emotions. I know it's easier said than done, but like they're coming up because they need to and they are valid. 
one of the other things to really like notice when you are, you know, you've got these emotions come up and you're wanting to work through it is like, where do you feel them in the body? Like I said before, noticing how different emotions feel and where you feel them. So you can be a bit more clear and a bit more targeted on how you want to move through that. You could obviously journal on this stuff. I am such a big believer in journaling, like writing changed my life. I've always written down my thoughts and feelings and got it out on a page. Um, it used to be a lot more like reactive and now I consciously do it proactively. However, in these situations, if you've got thoughts coming up and you've got all these feelings and it feels like it's overwhelming, like get it out on the page. There's no right and wrong with journaling. You're just, you're just putting it out there to be like, what is coming up for you? And you know, something that you can do once you've sort of like word vomited on the page is organize that in a better way of like, what can I learn from this? What is this experience or this thing or that conversation? What is that teaching me? Or what am I making this mean about me? Because often it's not the event itself that is the problem, right? We actually spoke about this a lot um, in my NLP course that I did last year, is that we, we think it's the trauma that is the problem. But the thing is, the trauma or the, the event happened in the past that actually no longer exists. And this is a really like wild concept to get your head around, but like the event happened, it happened. And it no longer exists in the present moment because all we have is the present moment. It's not to say that it didn't do damage, but that's because of the beliefs that we created about ourselves from that or the um, emotions that are associated with that thing or the stories that we continue to tell ourselves about that thing and what that means about us. And some of the work that I do with my clients is through some timeline therapy, which is where we really go back to that event, whatever the event is, and we clear through some negative emotions, right? We actually remove the association between what what it is, what, what happened and what meaning we're giving to it. Because once you can loosen that grip, you can actually move forward and you can choose a different story, right? We can always choose a different story that we can live by. We can always change our beliefs because we're always evolving, right? And growing. And so it's about loosening the grip that these things or these past events have on us based on what we've made it mean about us. So a really good thing to do when you're having all these sort of things come up is get really clear on like, what can I learn from it? What has this taught me? Because I believe there's a lesson in everything, even though we don't see it in the moment. Um, and what have I made this mean about me that I can let go of, right? Because these things, they don't exist. That meaning does not exist, but it's still got a hold over you and it's maybe controlling your life in some way. So what can you let go of so it stops doing that? That's, in, that's kind of like um, a way to consciously you know, through journaling and asking yourself questions, move through things. However, there's only so much we can consciously shift um, before it's just stored trauma, memories and energy in our body. And the only way to clear that is through the body. So, you know, an amazing thing you can do is breath work. I've really been delving into this recently. It's incredible um, to help release some of that stuff. But on a day-to-day -day basis, if you are someone who's like, all right, 
I know I've got some shit to work through. I know that there's some heavy, heavy feelings I want to process or like there's some trauma I want to look at or even just I want to, you know, get more awareness and move through some stuff and I've got resistance. One of the things you're probably struggling with is connecting to your body, right? And I've, I've spoken to a lot of people and I feel like we're all on the same page with this. Like we think our feelings, but we're not feeling our feelings and there's such a disconnect and it's so normal because it's our unconscious way of protecting us from what it thinks we can't handle. And at some point, we will be ready to handle it. And that's when we can work through it. And so what you can do on like a day to day is implement things in your life like meditation, even if it's like a five minute in the morning, you know, there's lots of like body scan meditations you can do so that you are putting your attention and your focus into the body thinking about the sensations in the body, what can you feel and just getting yourself out of your head and into that space. Um, Breathwork is awesome, not necessarily like a facilitated breathwork, but I highly recommend you do that. But even just taking some time in the day to do some breathing, like just to be with yourself. And one of the um, techniques that I use, and it's mostly for anxiety, if I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I'm like, oh my God, there's just a lot. I'll do the box breathing technique, which is um, you breathe in for six counts, hold for six and exhale for six counts. And you can do it like four times. And it calms the parasympathetic nervous system to let you know that like, it's okay. Like we're all good. Because when we do get into those states, there's only so much talking yourself down you can do. You actually have to show your body with your body that it's, it's safe. So that's another awesome thing that you can do. Um, I also am all about grounding in nature. Like get your feet in the sand, in the grass, in the soil and just be with mother nature. Like it is, there's something so powerful in that and it seems so simple, but it's so effective. Another thing that I forgot to mention when you are like journaling and getting all these things out and you know, getting these emotions or these feelings onto the page is that there's so much energy in that. So obviously emotions are energy in motion. So whenever you're doing something like that, really like getting rid of that energy in the body afterwards. So I will either have a dance. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I dance most days in my bedroom on my own. (laughs) Cause it's a great way to move energy. You can go for a walk. You can do some yoga or stretching, lift weights, like whatever feels good for you, how to move your body. You can also shake. And when I learned about this, I was like, that sounds insane. Um, Like, I hope nobody's watching me when I do it. But if you watch animals when they like fight and then they sort of go off on their own, you'll see they shake because they are shaking the energy off. And it's actually such a fucking powerful way of shifting energy. Like if I get really anxious and I, you know, I need to go out and I've got some like social anxiety, I will shake and Usually when no one's around, so do that one on your own, but it's, it's incredible. It's so powerful. Um, just a way, any way you can move energy through you so that you can get back to like a neutral state, you know, and feeling good in your body. And one of the other things, and maybe you can ask yourself this, if you struggle with like connecting or you don't want to feel your emotions or you feel resistant is, can you just be with yourself? I mean, with yourself, in silence, no phones, no music, just you and being present with you. And I really still struggle with this, especially because 
music has had such an impact on me. Like sound healing has been incredible. And I spend a lot of time listening to um, different frequencies of music. That's another thing that I suggest is like, you can find them on YouTube, different frequency sounds and just laying and being there with that can be really, uh, really awesome for like calming the nervous system. Anyway, because I have such like success with that and I really um, enjoy music, being in silence is so hard for me but it's so important. It's like, can you just be with you? Can you just exist? Because this is one of the things that we avoid the most. And, you know, you are a human being, not a human doing. And so being able to just be can be life-changing. And it's something that I'm personally trying to do more of and I'm trying to work on. So to kind of wrap this up, right? It's normal to feel resistance to feeling big emotions, heavy emotions. The fact that you are there and want to do it means that you are already doing the work. You should give yourself grace. We have to experience the lows, you know, the darkness, the deep grief and sadness. And we have to be in the trenches in order to appreciate and expand in the highs We have to be able to feel into our full range of expression. That is what life is, right? You know, you're not just going to have a positive experience. It's about being able to see the positive when you are experiencing those deep, you know, hard, heavy feelings and, and thinking about the lessons that you can take from the things that happen because every single thing happens for a reason. The universe is always working for you. There are no good and bad feelings. It's just the meaning that you give to them. And when you can when you can accept that and, and when things come up, you can accept it without judgment. It can really shift your perspective and, and change a lot of things in your life. Because this work is a process. <laughs> it's a fucking process. It is something that never ends. It's a journey that will continue until the day you die. It's never ending. So having grace with yourself and compassion with yourself is so important. And you know what? You're probably doing a better job than you think you are. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would share it on your Instagram and tag me at Megan Scully underscore. Till next time, my loves.